0: Maybe some people know about fasting. You know, you might mm-hmm. do what's called intermittent fasting, meaning you have shortened your eating window to maybe five or six hours a day. So you eat dinner and then you don't eat till lunch. So you give your body a 12 hour, 14 hour window of a break. You let the digestive system relax.
1: Yeah, and most people that I've talked to, because I coach people on how to do intermittent fasting, think they've, they're, they're, They've done fasting and they're doing fasting until we talk about it. And it's, oh, well, I have problems with it. And then we go over and go, okay, no, I'm not doing it correctly. So just as an example, you would finish dinner at seven, Mm -hmm. right? You would wake up in the morning and- Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) And you would have um, a bulletproof coffee We'd be coffee with uh, butter, folks, Kerrygold butter, my favorite, in your coffee. And then you would start eating again around 1 o'clock. Now, that's the maximum of an intermittent fast. We start people off at 12 hours, which is most people can do quite easily, but we're actually gradually work up to that 18 hour. So then that time frame between 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. when you would eat dinner again, dinner again is called your eating window and you can eat one meal, two meals, three meals, whatever you wanna do within that window.
0: Yeah, and this is so different from what Western medicine is talking about. If you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, I mean, you can't do this without somebody helping you. But um, we're told to eat six meals a day and every time you put a nut in your mouth or anything in your mouth, you're spiking insulin. And so now your cells are insulin resistant. Why? Well, look at it this way. If I had somebody talking to me and talking to me and talking to me and pretty soon I'd stop listening. So when you get too much insulin in your blood from eating all day long, the cells just stop listening to the insulin. So what we're trying to do is turn off this insulin dependent machine, this uh, Pre-diabetic thing by breaking, giving a break to your nerve to your digestive system. We're actually allowing it a period of time to relax. Your heart can't relax. Your heart's got to beat twenty-four-seven, but you can give your digestive system a break, and a lot of digestive problems will will clear up by doing this.
1: Yeah, so there is definitely a link between the health of a microbiome and fasting, even though some people think, "Oh, fasting," but um, for all of you out there, fasting is not starvation, and I yeah. love the way Dr. Pompa talks about the difference between the two. So, starvation is you don't know when you're going to eat again. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, you do not have the you have the thought, I don't know when I'm going to eat again, and that thought permeates your whole body, <laughs> and your body reacts to that. But fasting is, I do know when I'm going to eat again. In fact, I can stop this at any time I want and eat again. That thought permeates the body and the body reacts to that. So there is a difference between therapeutic fasting, which is what we were just talking about, and starvation. And the body reacts differently.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and um, so what we do is we want to have you, we would have you do what's called five one one, where you would do intermittent fasting for five days, and then one day you'll work yourself up to having a twenty four hour fast. But the key and what people miss is on the seventh day you're gonna is a feast day, yeah, because yeah. otherwise your body will not know when it's going to eat again it shuts down this is why diets stop working after a while like people that are on the ketogenic diet they don't know about the intermittent fasting they don't know about the feast days you're actually shutting down very important pathways in your Mm -hmm. body that don't know when they're going to get a chance to work again so they bypass everything and it runs amok
1: you're listening to McCullum wellness radio